It's time for a Real Estate Roundup. This is the time every single week we get together with noted real estate agent Terry Story. Terry is a 28-year veteran with Coldwell Banker located in Boca Raton, Florida. Welcome back to the show, Terry. Thanks for having me, Steve. My pleasure. Hey, Airbnb is all the thing. We all know what it is, but it's not as, what, wonderful in some circumstances. Here's the bottom line. It's okay. a great idea when you're traveling, you want to go Airbnb. I know lots of people that do it but not when it's your neighbor. Oh, not in my backyard. <laughs> not in my backyard. So okay. I'll share a story. My assistant, she lives in a nice residential neighborhood in Boca Raton. And first of all, they're not allowed in Boca Raton as well as many other cities. As a matter of fact, Miami Beach just started finding residents $20,000 for Ooh. each offense. Wow. So a lot of cities are really cracking down on the Airbnb. But to go back to the story, so it's Thanksgiving weekend. And the neighbor goes out of town and they decide they're going to rent their house out on Airbnb. She looks out her window and she's got a bunch of college kids or college aged kids on the roof. And she's like, well, what are they doing on the roof? She doesn't realize what they were doing is they're up on the roof, jumping into the swimming pool. Mm, nice. I mean, that's like cray cray. Yeah. And, you know, there's beer cans all over the yard. Yeah. I mean, they're having a grand, grand old time. Yeah. I've seen that movie, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> But nobody gets hurt in the movie. Right. So Airbnb is great. If you're considering renting your house out short term, just make sure that you know what the laws are of your city and town and know that your neighbors aren't going to like you. Yeah. What's the thought behind these cities not allowing Airbnb? I mean, besides people jumping off roofs, I mean, what, <laughs> what's the thinking here? You know, well, it's probably mostly just that when you buy a home, you expect some stability. And if everybody's going to turn their home into. Yeah, it's a, a zoning hotel, thing. Zoning. It's a zoning thing. Yeah. And you got a residential neighborhood and you're turning it into a commercial enterprise. Yeah, in essence, that's exactly yeah, what it yeah. is. All right. Let's switch gears here because this is kind of a topic of the day that self driving cars, which obviously are in our future because every major technology company of note is working on their version of a self driving car. But there's some thinking that it's going to influence real estate. In what way do you think? You know, they're saying that this assistance systems and automations of vehicles was going to grow from a $3 billion industry, which it was in 2015, to a $96 billion industry in 2025, and then go up to $290 billion in 235. That sounds far away, but it really isn't. And that's yeah. a huge growth. Yeah. Well, that's why these companies are so hot. Oh, yeah, exactly. So you, you know what the stocks are like. You yeah. can talk about them better than I can. But mm -hmm. so here are the nation's hot spots that have emerged as leaders in this race to self-driving cars. Mm -hmm. Austin, Texas. Okay. It's the capital city is Kitty Hawk of driveless driving. That's where they first. Well, the Chamber of Commerce obviously came up with this title. They are the Kitty right. Hawk of driverless <laughs> cars. I can just see them in the chamber coming up with that thing. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Hopefully everybody knows who. Yeah, Kitty Hawk, you know, that's the Wright Brothers, 1903, right. first flight. Okay. <laughs> okay. This is Google's self-driving car. Okay. So Boston's going to be doing it, Columbus, Ohio, Detroit, Nashville. Well, let's Reno. talk about Detroit because Detroit is the the home or the hub 
of American car manufacturing, or at least it was. So yep. let's let's talk about Detroit. This is where Rosie the Riveter worked during World War II. It's where Motor City is has planted its most significant flag as far as cars are concerned. But they are also putting a lot of effort into capturing and playing a significant role in the future of self driving cars. So maybe yeah, so maybe things are looking up for uh, Motown. Yeah. When you see all these cities doing it, we know that this is definitely coming mm -hmm. to your city soon. <laughs> okay. You know, so Nashville, Tennessee, that's a pretty cool place. Yeah. Reno, Nevada. Tesla's been, you know, very aggressive in developing these self-driving vehicles. Right. Nevada, they have a gigafactory of 5 million square feet that pumps out batteries for its electric cars. So right. Nevada's uh, making some good money and they're going to build the infrastructure to, to further that. Yeah, there's, there's a tremendous about it. Mm -hmm. You know, it was funny. I was in Norway and in Norway, speaking of Tesla, the government subsidizes, I couldn't understand why. I'm like, wow, everyone is super rich in Norway, in Oslo. And there's all these Teslas. Well, Norway subsidizes, the government helps subsidize the cost of a Tesla to individuals if they buy them. Yeah, because they're a green, extremely green Extremely country. green. So yeah. I thought that was pretty cool. Mm -hmm. I'm going to move to Oslo now. If I, can get a, if I can get a Tesla for... Yeah, as long as you can deal with the cold. <laughs> it's a beautiful city. <laughs> Pittsburgh okay. is an, another big area. Yeah. Uh, Uber made a splash in September when it became the first major American company to offer urban rides to consumers in partially self-driving vehicles. Yeah. That's kind of scary. Hey, does the idea of a self, I mean, you and I are from another generation. Does the idea of a self-driving car make you a little nervous? What do you think about it? Yeah, but it sounds really cool. I don't know. I, I still I still like George Jetson. <laughs> <laughs> but you're, you're comfortable with the idea of driving around with not really having control of the wheel. You let a computer. No, I'll let others go first. I'm like, <laughs> I always wait for the second generation. It's like the cell phone. Okay. Wait for the first one to come yeah. out. And then when the second generation comes out, then that's when I'll consider buying. Yeah. You're not an early adopter. No. Yeah. No. But I mean, <laughs> the word basically is that these are safer than having humans behind the wheel. And one thing they point to is the greater safety we've seen in airplanes. Oh, absolutely. Because Airplanes can land themselves. I mean, yeah. I don't know why we bother with pilots anymore. No, I'm just kidding. We need pilots. Oh, don't say that. <laughs> <laughs> no, we need pilots. But yeah, I don't having me a nervous. family that's all in aviation, I know yeah. that the, the planes are auto very capable of yeah. almost flying themselves. Well, you're supposed to pay attention. You're supposed to keep your hands near the wheel or on the wheel and let the car do the business. But I just think that's going to be a tough transition. You know, my car has parallel par capability oh that's cool i can't i can't let i can't let it do it <laughs> i've tried I've twice now it backs up too fast <laughs> I, I swear i'm gonna hit something uh, so and i'm usually an early adopter so this is not really my personality something's going on there <laughs> aging i don't know what it is I'll, I'll go to therapy over it my guest, as always, is Terry Story. Terry is a 28-year veteran with Coldwell Banker located in Boca Raton, Florida, and she can be found at terrystory.com. Thanks, Terry. Thanks for having me, Steve.